Hello. Hi. Howdy. Welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. I don't think we ever decided who was going to uh, introduce everyone and start us out, but I just took over because that's what I do. (laughs) Initiative for the win. This is Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast where we talk about video games and then rate them in cupcakes or other such baked goodness. Yay. I'm Marley. I'm Steph. I'm Lindsay. We also have two fun guests with us today. Yay! All right, let's start with Prinny. Why don't you introduce yourself? Maddie, Prinny. I'm just average Joe. Just average <laughs> Joe? You're more than that. <laughs> I'm super Lin- average Joe. Does He's, Lindsay need to introduce uh, you? I will. I will happily <laughs> introduce him. Prinny is a gaming extraordinaire. Um, like many of the people I hang out with, he spends a good majority of his day gaming and screaming at his friends online. And one of those friends is Whitney, who is also here with us today. Hello, hello. Johnny, I... give yourself an intro, or does Lindsay need to do? <laughs> <laughs> I will give myself an intro. I would call myself an undercover gaming expert. All right. I like it. What does that mean? What is an Um, undercover gaming expert? It makes it much cooler that you don't have camera now because (laughs) like like we could be talking to like Jeff Keighley and because he's undercover, we wouldn't know it. Oh my goodness. To answer your question, I look like a functioning adult but i really just work to feed my habit of gaming oh we can all relate yeah (laughs) i try to look like a functioning adult but i'm not always there i've kind of given up on trying to look like it i just fail like people just come into my kitchen and i'm face down on the island being like oh i can't cook today (laughs) i need to go home and play some genshin (laughs) (laughs) what other games do you guys like to play uh, I play everything under the, under the sun. I played WoW. I play Smash a lot. I play, Have you played the new WoW? I've heard good things about it, actually. The new expansion? That's what I'm playing right now. Yeah. Nice. My cousin talked to me. I asked him one question about not even a World of Warcraft game. And then he talked to me about the new World of Warcraft expansion for about half an hour. I hear it's good. <laughs> What about you, Whitney? Um, pretty much the same. Um, nice. I do. There, I, I have a a very competitive spirit, so I do like uh like fighting games and you know one on one type of battle, mobas, you know, all that kind of stuff. Nice, nice. If you were stuck on a desert island with only one game and the compatible game station, what would it be? Legend of Mana. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've that never played that. Question. That's what we're here. We're asking the hard hitting questions. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're known for. One game that you'll play forever, Winnie. Well, yeah. if I'm stuck by myself, there's not much competitiveness there. I would probably have to say Link to the Past. Ooh. <laughs> Lindsay's Sorry, very that upset a, by that answer. That was a very dramatic, like, 19, um, I don't know, I want to say like 1980s DJ voice. Ooh, yeah. That's a good track. No, I, I am passionate about that game, so. What game was, that. 
would you two choose to be on a desert, your desert island game? Hmm. That's a really good question, Steph. I am a great question asker. I mean, I'll, I'll go with Tetris 99. <laughs> I'm an easy. I'm easy. Do you hate yourself? <laughs> I love Tetris. <laughs> I mean, of course, like I have my favorite games, but as far as like having right. enough to do in the game to a sustain yourself over that amount of time that you're going to be stuck on this island. Honestly, the first EOS. ESO? Yep. That one too. That's actually what I was going to say. Like, that's the first one that I knew was Elder Scrolls Online because... I know you. I... There's so much to do in that game. And, like, I've put a lot of hours into that game and I've barely scratched the surface. I have a question. Yes. If you're playing ESO, it means you have internet. Why aren't you asking for help? (laughs) 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 You make all these friends online and like five years in, you're like, oh, by the way, I've been stuck on this island for a long time. Do you guys want to come like pick me up? (laughs) Anyone? (laughs) Someone? Whitney, don't talk logically to us about this. Silly. I don't know what mine would be, to be honest. I've been sitting here thinking about that, but like this whole time. And I would say it'd have to be a Zelda title, um, but I don't know which one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with Link to the Past as well, because that is the longest Zelda game with the most temples. Um, and it was just so brilliantly done, and the music is just so good. So I'm taking Whitney's side on this. It's a masterpiece all around. It yeah. is. Well, wonderful. Um, I don't think I have any other questions. So I'm just going to tell you what we're talking about today, if you don't know. Genshin Impact. Yay! Okay, so everyone only has 24 hours in their days. And what? In that, <laughs> and in that Maybe 24 you hours, you gotta do a lot of shit, like sleep and eat and take care of yourself and play the games that you can. And so Marley and I have a confession that we have not played this game. Yeah, we were slackers. I will take full responsibility. I will take slack. We put very little effort into trying to play this game. And I feel like like we need to take accountability for that. <laughs> it wasn't very cool of us. But we still wanted to talk about this because we know that so many of our listeners have been into it. We know that Lindsay's been really digging it. So we tried <laughs> so we wanted to get two people or a couple other people to talk to about it who could give us a really good overview of it and give us a good uh, dive into what the game is about um, and still enjoy like still enjoy talking about this and see like if it sparks our interest maybe a little bit more or anyone else's yeah and, definitely. You know, let everyone just plays play the games that make you happy so I guess that's my little what my little so <laughs> box yeah my little, your I don't know box. disclaimer that's the word I was looking disclaimer for. yeah so it's good. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Genshin Impact. 
Um, according to the Wikipedia, a very reliable source. Very. It's an action role-playing game developed and published by MiHoYo. The game features an open-world environment and action-based battle system using elemental magic and character switching and uses gotcha game monetization for players to obtain new characters, weapons, and other resources. Genshin Impact takes place in the fantasy world of Tevat? Tevat? Tevat. Tevat. Okay. We all say it different. (laughs) (laughs) Just also another disclaimer. None of us are Japanese or speak Japanese. Chinese. Chinese. Chinese, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's home to seven distinct nations, each of which is tied to an element and ruled by a god associated with it. The story follows a twin referred to as the traveler who can be male or female who has traveled across many worlds with their twin, but has been separated by them by an unknown god in Teva. Teva. The traveler travels across Nicholas. 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 In search of the lost sibling with their companions, Paimon, and becomes involved with affairs of the other nations, gods, and the world. Nice. There Wonderful. you go. I didn't That's write it. Nice. It was uh, very well written, whoever wrote it. <laughs> Good job, Wikipedia. <laughs> there was only one error. It's not Paimon. It's emergency food. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 There's, there's, there's a. Is that an inside Genshin joke? It is. It is a Genshin inside joke. <laughs> That's wonderful. I like it. Okay, so how long have you guys been playing this? Because it came out in what 2018. Uh, no, it came out 19 towards the end of the year. I want to say September. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's on the release. Whoa. Yeah. I've been playing it, let's see, probably November of that year. So, like, I was a month late to the party, but I was happy to join. Nice. Yep. I played it pretty much since release. And do you guys, do you guys all play it on the same platform? I mean, because I know this game is a cross platform, but I'm just curious. Do you guys play it on the same platform? I played on PS4. And I play on PC. So it's PC cross-platform. Well. It is cross-platform compatible. The only upside is that PC can also play on their phone. No one else can. Oh. yeah! It's 2021. Every game should be cross-platform compatible. But then the companies don't make money. I don't care. They have enough money. Oh, yeah. No, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> for 2024, I'm running for president, and that's my platform. Every <laughs> game should be cross-platform compatible. The by Companies life. don't need more money. That's a that's a strong <laughs> argument. I, I think so. I'd vote for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'd say I'd vote for you. <laughs> but in reality, I'd vote for Hamilton because he's looking like a king right now. Oh. So cute. Sitting on the there, railing. There's like a severe drop off of that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like he this. could die. Yep. They always land on their feet. But no, always. <laughs> he can fall from a high place and be. He seems secure. Okay, so when you start out the game, do you get to customize your character? Because that's really important to us and our listeners. No, no. unfortunately, it's a predetermined wow. look. You get to customize your character by choosing the male twin or the female twin. <laughs> That's pretty much it. 
and so who did what you guys rings pick? they use. Did you guys pick male or female? I picked a girl. I went male. Female. Oh, interesting. Is it like cyberpunk where you can adjust the peen size? <laughs> No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no. I mean, technically, you can adjust the peen size by having one or not having one. Yeah. I guess that's, that's true. Fair. That's true. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so you oh, start out as the traveler, and then, okay, walk us through what happens next. Then so, you meet Amber. Well, you, you start out with a little oh. backstory where how you met Paimon. And okay. you pretty much just fished her out of the, uh, the river because she's an idiot for all terms and purposes and she was drowning. So you fish her out and then you go on the travel together. And then on your way to Mondstadt, which is the first major city, you run into Amber, who's doing her outrider stuff in the forest. And then the tutorial starts there where you fight some monster called Hillier Charles. And then it just goes on from there. So at that point in the game, you can become, you can play the whole thing as Amber if you want. You can play the whole thing as Traveler. And then the gambling starts. Uh, I've heard about this gambling. Uh, It's like Gwent, um, right? No, not at all. It's just like a slot machine that wrecks your life. Um, And what do you, what, what does this slot machine give you? Characters. Weapons, characters, hopefully. Weapons, maybe. What it does is give you what you don't want. It gives you disappointment, definitely. Yeah. It gives you you hope. And then after about the fourth, fifth, sixth roulette, you start realizing that you may not get what you want. Yeah. It's like life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's, it's fun. I got some really good characters for my first few roles. So I'm okay. happy with how it went. So yeah, talk to us about the characters. Because there's like a 15. Are there? There's, there's got to be more than that. Thousand. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what I was talking oh, about. Somewhere between yeah. 15 and 15,000. <laughs> we do know that you get to have like five like equipped. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right well, word. But then you, you can like a, cycle between them. You have a party of four. Party, thank you. Yeah, you have a party of four, and they can be any four characters. Two parties. We don't know what they are anymore. It's a party. (laughs) Sorry, keep talking. (laughs) So you have up to four people in your party, and you have four party sets, so you can make four different teams and switch between them uh, whenever you want. But you can have anyone on your team. Whether you want traveler on your team or not, you don't even have to play as traveler. You can just throw them in the garbage and play people who are better. But you have four people. They're all different elements because every character is specific to an element. Lightning, wind, water, and uh, earth. Earth. And soon, I believe the next big pass, they're supposed to add a dendro, which is grass. Yes. Oh, interesting. So I have a, I actually have a, so I, I have a list of questions here um, off to the side of my screen. And one of them has to do with the elements. Cause I, so I was reading more about Genshin my and trying to, napkin. that is beautiful, Stephanie. Oh, nice. um, 
I, I put mine in an email and sent it to myself because <laughs> I did this at work the other day. <laughs> I feel like this says a lot about you guys. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I, um, yeah. So I, as I was reading it about it on Wikipedia, um, I saw like, yeah. Cause you want to choose like your party and have like the best combination of like the elements. So that way, like when you're attacking something, um, or fighting something, like you have like the best combination. Right? Is that, am I understanding that correctly? Yes and no. I want to say yes because a multitude of different elements does help in the long run in terms of, you know, reactions. So, like, lightning would, you know, conduct with water and do more damage. But there's also benefits of having multiples of the same element. So, then my question for you guys is um, what is your preferred elemental combination? Like for attack, like what, what's your go-to? Like what's our go-to team or go-to reaction? Both. Okay. Like what, what's your favorite like combination of elements, whether that's like a, like, yeah. So mine, I usually do a canopy. Um, uh, I do. So there's a thing called elemental resonance in the game where you get a specific status buff or um, extra skill or whatever for having two of the same elemental type. But if you have four different ones, you get one that's called like the protective canopy, which gives you defense against physical damage and defense against elemental damage. So I go for that. I go for a balanced team. If I do deviate from that, I get like an electric team. Um, Cause I have two really good electro characters. That's cool. But uh, so in yeah, essence, I, it's a little bit like Pokemon. Okay. On front, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I go, my team is usually Animo, Lead, uh, Healer, and then Electro Damage, Ice Support, and Fire Damage. How about you guys? Yeah, what about you guys? Go ahead, Winnie. Um, I would say my preferred elemental combination would be ice lightning. Ooh. Oh, that's mine too. Yeah, like superconduct. Yes. Um, it's ice is really good at, um, crowd control and lightning is just good at damage. Um, and so I think it covers all your bases. Uh, obviously nice. there's mobs have elemental types as well. So if they're lightning, then your lightning guy doesn't do that much damage. But you can still overload them anyways. Hmm. I think it's really cool. Like speaking of El- um, Elder Scrolls Online from earlier, like that, I always get the destruction staffs that have to do with like lightning. Those are definitely my favorite. Anyways, just a little comment. <laughs> <laughs> I you, am biased. My favorite element is a geo once or Earth. So I have two Earth people on my team, which increases. Earth, I believe it increases earth damage or shield strength, one of the two. But I have two earth people. I have one wind person, and I only use her to gather monsters together. So my oh, nice. earth people can take care of them. But what earth is specifically good at is mostly defensive stuff, so shields and stuff like that. So I have a very shield-heavy team. And then the last person on my team is just my healing slave, with, uh, which is a water user. A healing slave? 
I only I only use them to heal. That's the only time they show any face on combat. I switch to them, heal, and then they go back into the, the cage. Back into the bench. <laughs> so is that what you call it, or is that what the game calls it? Oh, that's what I call it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the game isn't messed up. <laughs> well, yeah, that much. They don't, they they don't like healers. <laughs> yeah. It, that's very, like, Avatar-y, The Last yeah. Airbender. Yeah. Speaking of which, what's your, like, if you were a bender, what kind of bender you would be? This is tangential. Marley gave a very big thing at the beginning that says we avoid tangents. And I just internally laughed. That's okay. (laughs) Earthbender and you're, and you're earth. You're, you said you do earth people, right? Pretty. Yep. Yep. Thanks. What about Uh, you? I'd be a waterbender. Fire for sure. Are you not happy? Have you watched The Last Airbender? I have not watched it. I know of it. And I am probably the only one in this camp, but I did not really like it. No. Did you did you watch it like when you were little? Like when it was actually like on Nickelodeon? I that's when I did see um the majority of what I've seen. Really? It just didn't resonate with me. Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's okay. But still answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bender would you be? What's your element? I would have to be fire. Okay. I think I'm a fire too. Yeah. Or would I'm you like- be a non-bender who's bitter about the benders being benders like in Cora? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the game is Chinese, and it's dubbed in English. Is there a way to just play in English, or do you have to read subtitles? It is 100% uh, dubbed in multiple languages, not just English. English, Japanese, German, French, and you just select, at the very start, you select your your language, and then everything's just that language, vocal and words. I have to admit, from my experiences of, you know, listening to uh, foreign content being dubbed, they have done a fantastic job. Uh, the voice nice. acting is, is wonderful. I know there's an option in um, Ghost of Tsushima to play it in Japanese or English. And a lot of purists are like, you have to play it in Japanese and just read the subtitles. Do any oh of you guys gosh. read it or play it in the original Chinese and read the subtitles? Not for Genshin. No. <laughs> I do it for some other games. It depends. I usually listen to it in English and Japanese and just choose the better sounding of the two because sometimes the English ones don't pan out. Right. Yeah, dubbing can sometimes be a problem. But it sounds like they did a good job with this. So It's a very fun game. So um, also while I was reading the Wikipedia and also just from... Um, a little bit of gameplay that I've, um, that we've watched Lindsay play. So she kind of expl- like, she kind of showed us a few different like cities and areas on the map. And, um, it, it looks like there's like a pretty good variety of like scene, like just nice, really pretty scenic areas. So I wanted to ask you guys, what is your favorite, um, like city slash area to visit in the game? There's only like three right now, um, three main ones. They're going to release plenty, I'm sure. Um, one for uh, yeah, lately I would I my gut says like oh say Monstat say Monstat because it's so 
I, I like the music there. I like everything about it. It used to be my favorite, but I'm actually going to say Leeway. Um, specifically around, um, like Mount Hulao. I think it's so pretty and the music there is so like beautiful and enchanting that I, I don't mind farming there because, you know, it, it's a pleasant place. Is that the, is that the city you showed us with like all the lanterns? Yeah. So I showed these guys, um, leeway city during uh lantern fest it's in that region it's in that state but that's not specifically hmm. what i showed you oh okay because that was really pretty yeah the graphics really are that. pretty cool mm-hmm. very breath of the wild very like stylized yeah. and beautiful i like them so Prinny and whitney what what about you guys what are what are kind of some of your favorite cities slash areas to you visit to first whitney yeah You'll have to forgive me because I don't remember the name of the establishment. Shame. Um, I'm sure one of one of one of the other two can correct um, <laughs> correct me. I I love the hotel. Um, that in Mostad. Okay. It's oh, not the a hotel. Yeah. It's in it's in the UA. Yes. Um, oh, the, Wangshu Hotel. There Wong, you go. Wangmin Wangshu. I think it's Wangshu. Um, but yeah, I, I I love that area. Um, I Aren't find myself okay. on, on top of the inn. Is that um, the one where Zhao's in? Where yes. First yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just find myself on top of it and just you, you know staring out over Liyue. Oh, nice! I like that. I love games that are like really scenic like that, and then you find mm. little places to kind of perch and just yeah. take in the view and take a whole bunch of screenshots. <laughs> She says currently playing an Assassin's Creed game where you often perch. <laughs> well, and and I did that a ton in Ghost of Tsushima. You guys just wait. I have some social media plans in the future. So, <laughs> so as much as I like the Leeway region, because Leeway is kind of like in a constant state of like fall, so it's just like a, a lot of brown mixed with the green. But my preferred region is the Mondstadt region because it's just a bunch of lush green. And the city of Mondstadt is more like old and European-esque kind of look to it. And I really dig that kind of style of uh, buildings. So that's <laughs> what I go to. And there's a really nice mountaintop. I couldn't tell you specifically where it is because the map kind of like all blends to me. But it just overlooks Mondstadt and then the ocean that like behind it. And it just looks really nice. Nice. You had to be different, didn't you? Ah, uh, what can I say? <laughs> why don't you guys just give us kind of a feeling of like why you like this game or like what your favorite parts are? Like, what do you like to do in the game? Gamble. <laughs> okay, we do know about Lindsay's gambling addiction. <laughs> um, me personally, I love the combat. It feels a lot like, and I'm sure. It's you guys haven't played it. It's a non popular and unpopular game, but uh, the Tells series has a very open fight concept. So like it tells of Bisteria, yeah, like oh. Tells of Bisteria, Tells of Bes, Tells of Vesperia. They all have the same combat style. Mm-hmm. And it's a free, free, free move uh, action combat style. And it's really nice. fun to me, and then the fact that you can switch between characters and do different combos, and it's just really fun to play. That does sound like it gives you lots of variety. 
actually, that makes me think of another question. Is the story linear? Potentially. <laughs> main story is linear. Main story the, linear. Yeah. We yeah, don't know because it hasn't all been released yet. Which so, is so far, yeah. So there's plenty of content down the road, and that's really exciting to see and be like looking forward to. But at the same time, it, I feel like they keep starting these main stories. And so, like, you get a story for each character, you get a story for each archon, you get a story for each, you know, region. And the region stories are really good. I really liked um, uh, Storm Terror, Devon's arc, and I liked the Rex Lapis arc. But it seems like a lot, but generally, these quests that are specific to a region or a character go pretty in depth about the region or characters they cover. So you learn a lot about a character you might like, like Zhao. You learn a lot about Zhao and how he had to suffer hundreds of years of the torment of a god just to fulfill his duty of protecting the people of Leeway. You know, right? Is he an NPC or is that one that you get to add to your one you guys? Oh, okay. If you're lucky. <laughs> oh, so it's not like you, you gotta like meet him and out in no. The so that's the whole concept of okay. gotcha. Gotcha. You know those uh, ball capsule machines that you gotcha bomb. Yeah, that's where the bird gotcha comes from. So oh. gotcha is just random. That's what it means. The gotcha game is a game of probability and chance. So that's where why it's called a gotcha game. So I have to ask this question while while you while you kind of switched it back to that gambling system with this game. Okay, so the game itself it does not cost anything to have. For so my three. question for you guys is how much in real life money have you spent in this game so far? Zero. Zero. But don't you have to use it to gamble and to like get stuff? Nope. No, you can get in game. Everything in game. So if you do your daily missions, you get Prima Gems. You spend Prima Gems to get characters. And you get Prima Gems for doing missions. And you get Prima Gems for exploring the open world. Like, you get them constantly. So it's a lot of... sounds like it's a lot of grinding. No, you just play. If you just enjoy the game, like, you like exploring the different nooks and crannies of the game or you just like the scenery so you just go hey what's up there and you go up there and find chests you get them some chests you know you do quests quests give them to you so when you're learning about a character you finish that and you get primo gems at the end of it and then they have events going on all the time that give you primo gems they basically give you Mm -hmm. primo gems for just about any activity that you find yourself doing Mm -hmm. Uh, so instead of hunting for primo gems you just play the game and you end up just earning them as you do various tasks it's true and they also give you prima gems for like um patches and fixes they're like oh hey we were down for maintenance for three hours here have like a hundred prima gems and just as a point of reference one wish for a character like one roll of the gotcha machine is 160 160 yeah so they they're pretty generous with them and like i just signed on yesterday and like I got 300 for a maintenance issue and 200 for like a character issue. And I don't even have the character that had oh, the issue, Nice, but they just gave it to me anyway. And they're like, Oh, Hey, like take some Prima gems. And I was so very then, happy. So it looks how, like you and how I are both getting free stuff this week, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Somebody gave me free Baja Blast at Taco Bell. 
Nice. Hell yeah. It's not like, like a worker did. It wasn't just like a random person. Who walked up to <laughs> yeah, that's good. Senior Bob. <laughs> so then how come, how come then like this game has earned so much revenue? Yeah. It's made because a lot of it, money. Yeah. It's, it's made a ton of money. And if they're so generous with their uh, Primo gems and everything and, and the game itself is free, how do they make money? Well, it's, it's similar to um, other microtransaction games where they give you a taste by giving you some Primo gems and you roll. And you go, oh, that's cool. And you go, but I really want this other thing, but you don't have enough Primo gems now. And so you're like, I'll, you know, not everyone, but some people are like, I'll spend $5. And $5 is not much, you know. Mm-hmm. Most people can, you know, spare $5. But you spend $5 now and then next week you spend another $5. It adds up after a time. Right. Um, and so people just spend a little bit of cash here and there. But when you have millions of players who spend a little bit of cash here and there, you get lots of money. So how much money have you put into this game, Whitney? I've put in zero dollars. Okay. Okay. Lindsay? I have put in approximately 25. Um, I bought the Gnostic Kim, which gives you like double rewards for the month. Like you have your monthly goals and then you can double them or even triple them with the Gnostic him. So I bought that. And then I bought two rounds of blessing of the Welkin moon, which just gives you Prima gems every day, like 90 Prima gems every day. And um, my reasoning for that is I would have easily paid $60 for this game on release day. So I don't feel bad spending 60 bucks on it slowly throughout time. And I don't honestly think it's going to be much more than that. That's, that's kind of how I feel when it comes to like these free to play games. If you play the game an ungodly amount, it, you're already investing time and you clearly have interest in it. And at that point, how much you would, would have paid for this game if they put a price tag on it. If it was like, oh, $40, that can see you paying up to $40 the price of a game if, if they had a price tag. And justify it that way. But me personally, I haven't spent any money on it. Yet. Yet. <laughs> gotcha. No, I was just curious about that. Cause I I gotcha. tend to uh, I tend to I tend to kind of steer away from these games because I don't I don't want to spend any more money on them. But I don't know, that's just me. But um I can't shame anyone. I spent two dollars for hundred and fifty coins on Toon Blast last night. Stephanie, <laughs> oh, I wanted to play more. <laughs> and it's, you really have to know yourself. Like if you feel that you know microtransactions are something that you can't necessarily, like, you know, well, not necessarily get behind. Control yourself. Control yourself. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's only a dollar. If you feel that that's something you can't control, then you know, yes, avoiding them is probably for the best because then you'll right. find yourself spending. When did I spend $120? (laughs) You know, kind of thing. So I was also going to kind of ask as well, and this might seem like kind of a dumb question, but like, so this game is, it sounds like it's more for, like to get the most enjoyment out of it. It's for people, um, gamers who like to, they like the open world concept. They like the exploring. They like just like, oh, we're just going to walk across this field and, and just like, see, oh, look, there's like a patch of like rocks over there. Let's go see if there's a treasure behind it or something, you know, like, is it very much for 
that type of gamer who likes the exploring because it sounds like none of you guys have really done a whole lot of the story. And I know you, and Lindsay, I know you said it's like limited right now because there's, it's just not all released, but it doesn't sound like that that's totally what people focus on in this game. Is that right? Um, it could go either way. There's, it depends on what kind of player you are. If you enjoy doing that kind of thing, you certainly can. If you don't like exploring open world and you want to just be like on the rails, you want, you don't want to, you know, have to go up mountains and try and figure out, you know, how to get from A to B, then you can easily just avoid that altogether for the most part. Like, do you get primo gems though? Like, do you get the perks from it? You do, but you can get perks other ways. Mm-hmm. By doing the missions, by doing um, the abyssal moon thing or the spiral, spiral abyss, yeah, which is just like a challenge dungeon. Yeah. Well, I just mean like strict main story. Like that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you can get permanent jumps through. You that. can still like actually get perks and stuff from for the game because mm-hmm. it sounds like that that's the whole point of playing is that it, you know you're trying to get all these characters, you're trying to kind of you know collect characters and build your team. So I want to say it depends on the person because some people have the Pokemon mentality where they have to have all the characters. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I couldn't care about all the characters. I mm-hmm. want I want my one team and that's it. As I get those four characters, I don't care what else I get. At that point, I'm just playing to go fight, you know, beat the spiral abyss, which is a challenge dungeon has several floors and gets harder the, the further you go along. Uh, I go do domains, which are uh, non uh, challenge dungeons. I do side quests for characters, but it, it kind of depends on what kind of player you are, what kind of content you will focus on. Gotcha. I will have to admit that Nihoyo has done a very good job um, at making the game diverse enough that um, people of like any type of playstyle uh, can find enjoyment doing something in the game, um, and with the huge cast of characters with more to come. Um, you're bound to find someone that fits your kind of playstyle that you like. And so you just main that character. And as pretty said, some people just like collecting, collecting. So they go for every character. So while we're on the subject of characters, um, I want, yeah. Name, name like two of your favorite characters. Like I know sometimes it's hard to pick just one. That's so name, number. Name like two of your favorite characters to play and why. So I want to say let's take the Luke off the table because that's everyone's oh, favorite. Come on, <laughs> that's, a, that's everyone's given favorite. I mean, well, yeah, he's, my, he's my favorite character potentially in play, and he's my favorite character who's funny. Yeah, people are selling accounts with that character for like sixty plus dollars. What's so great about him? He's, he's just, just he's so a really cool. And he looks really neat. Anyway. Thank you for the description. <laughs> he's just a BA. He's very he's char- like he's, he's like a bad boy. Is yeah. he is he like uh what's the what's the opposite of of nerfed? OP? Is he OP'd? Yeah. Come on. Now. Borderline, no. yeah. As a fire character, you build him. If you're just talking strictly fire uh element, he's probably at the top. Yeah. Nice. But, like, okay. could I beat another Deluke? Yes. With any character. Other than Deluke, though, who are your favorites? We're taking hmm. him off the table. Alright, Deluke's off the table. 
Uh, mine is going to be two of my team members because I've gotten to know them really well. It's going to be uh, Beto, who is a pirate captain. She is a Claymore-wielding, electro-slinging badass. And um, oh, I like her a lot. It? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> and um, I really like her voice actress, too. Like, I love it when she's like, does her alt. And she's like, eyes on me! Like, she just sounds so cool. Um, and then my second would be Jean. Jean was one of my lucky, lucky roles at the beginning of the game. And she's been like my main character ever since. Like, I don't love who, like, I do like who she is. Like, I think she's, she's like very lawful, good, um, rules following. She's like the captain of the Knights of Favonius or the leading, uh, the acting grandmaster. And, um, but I just like her. I like her play style. I like her abilities and moveset and kit. So nice. How about you guys? Uh, go ahead, okay. Hello. Um, I like Sucrose just because character design. She's adorable. Um, and kind of literally like, means sugar. Yeah. Uh, she's also she's an alchemist. Um, psychic to uh, Albedo, which is another character. But oh, I like Albedo too. She's. She has a good uh, character design. She's very cute in a uh, kind of like nerdy way. I think she's like the only nerdy character in the game. Probably. Um, her her ability kit's really good. And I don't know. She's just good all around. So I really dig her. And my second one would be, have to be Zong Lee because he looks awesome. He's probably one of the characters have the best voice actors of all voice actors in that game. His voice actor is very good. And he, I also like the fact that he's the richest, poorest person in the game. Yeah, he's funny. Because <laughs> he, like, he, you go shopping with him, like, eight times, and he's like, oh, I forgot my wallet. And then you find out that he owns, like, seven companies, and he's, like, super successful. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah, he's super rich, but he always forgets his wallet. Oh. Yeah, never pays for anything. <laughs> <laughs> we all know someone like that, I feel. How do you think I've you been that rich? person, but I've, I've also helped those people. <laughs> <laughs> and as for my favorite characters, I want to say Amber just to cause a rile. <laughs> no one likes her. <laughs> but sorry, yeah, it sounds like Lindsay. She's not one of my two. I would okay. say Chi Chi. Awesome. Um, she's a zombie and in this world uh, zombies have to have a master and she somehow became the master of herself um which nice. is intriguing and that sounds very badass yeah <laughs> and zombies have to follow the instructions of their master so she makes her own decisions uh and she's an ice element and she's a healer um i really like her play style because i think she's a little like strong because healers are usually support but to increase her healing output, you build her damage. So the more damage she does, the more healing she does. So I'm like, okay, I'll just have another DPS. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then the second character uh, would be Razor because he's just a boy who was raised by wolves and he's amazing. 
He's just and a he's boy voiced by uh, Todd Haberkorn. By wolves. Oh, he is. Yeah, who's that? Uh, he plays like every, he's like in everything. Let me Tom Haberford from Haber Habercorn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was weirded out that you got so excited, yeah. but I was Same like, here. Okay. <laughs> he's voiced a lot of stuff, mostly uh, Tom Haberford. <laughs> um, let's funny. see, let's see, let's see. No, you would like, probably hey, know him from. Yeah, I know he's in Avatar. Um, at some point. So I Whitney think. doesn't know who he is. <laughs> but I do. Because that's yeah, the only Richard. anime I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's Marlo in Attack on Titan. If that means but, anything to you, no. he's Jedi in Sailor Moon. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, he's. He's done a lot of stuff. He's he's a prolific voice yeah. actor. He's like in everything. Oh, cool! Well, good for him. So, yeah. What's the What's the one girl's name that I like when I've when I've watched you play Lindsay? She, her little like saying is she's like shake and stir or something like that's, that. That's uh, Diona. She's like a little cat bartender person, <laughs> and she's she's fun to play a lot because she makes cute sounds and she does cute things and she's just like I'm here when you make like you make her run and she'll be like I'm here <laughs> like oh that's so cute yeah but, I think if I had a favorite character it would be her aww shake so- answered <laughs> not just she shake goes, but it's answered <laughs> he goes pew pew too which I really like so apparently Todd Habercorn is also a voice in Ghost of Tsushima Oh, for you. Nice. Uh, it doesn't say who. It just says additional characters. So maybe Uh-oh. he works with a bunch of randos, but he's, he's there. just some guy screaming as you kick it's him probably, off the balcony. It's probably like all the random peasants. Man, all these all, random all people the sound exactly alike. <laughs> they sound he, just like Tom Haverford. They do, though. Like wreck. <laughs> oh, goodness. So this game, you can play multiplayer or by yourself. What do you guys prefer? It's, yeah, it depends. It depends on the, like... Content. Yeah, it depends on what event is going on, because, like, I really enjoyed doing the um, Dragon Spine event with you, Brinny. Like, it was fun to have you there. I'm like, fight that stupid thing again and again and again, because, like, I don't think I could have done it otherwise. It was hard. It was hard, and it was, in addition to that, it was, like, it got a little grindy there for a bit. Um, if you wanted to farm the whole event, which I did. And um, yeah, it, it's fun to have people to play with, but I also really like playing alone. I play alone almost every night and it's just so peaceful. Hmm. So yeah. to answer your question, both. All of the <laughs> what about, it, it specifically I, depends on the, the content you do, which one is better. Yeah. I feel like that's very fair of most open world RPGs. Yeah. What? Sorry, what? I interrupted Whitney. Oh, I was laughing. I he wasn't going to say anything just yet, but I <laughs> oh, do have I do have a response. But I'll, I'll wait for you to complete. Oh, okay. Oh, um, no, I'm done. And as they were saying, um, it uh, it does depend on the content you're doing. Um, and as great of a game as it is, there are I do have some negative points which aren't, you know major you know takeaways from the game uh but there are some negative points and the multiplayer is one of them primarily because some of the content that you do with friends it's fun um but it doesn't count for both 
parties. Only no. the host gets credit for whatever you you've done. Like and opening chests, for example. Yeah. Can you Always. give people like your inventory at all? No. <gasps> so there, those, like those are some of the negatives about it. You know, some of the multiplayer aspects of that only affect the host, like looting some chests and stuff like that, finding uh, some geoculuses or um, uh, whatever it's called. Which are these orbs for a statue, but only the host can see and pick those things up. But I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that the game is still in production for the most part. So they're not completely 100% like have everything set in stone. So I'm sure they have room to improve on that. I mean, it's been out for two years. No, it's been out for a year and a ish. Year and a half. All right. What are your negatives about the game? It is, it does have issues, um, specifically on PlayStation 4. It's no like, Tetris 99. Well, what could be? Um, no Tune Blast. No yeah. Tune Blast. <laughs> um, yeah, it, there are a few issues, you know, like picking things up. It, sometimes it lags and, you know, little tiny bugs and things that they could improve. Um, and like, what what they said about the multiplayer, like, it could be better. It's not really free roam compatible, which I think it'd be a lot of fun to free roam with someone um, instead of just go do domains and bosses. So, um, yeah, I, I think there's room for improvement, but I'm sure they're going to make it because they're constantly adding to this game. They're constantly patching it. They're giving it a lot of love and attention, and it's... I'm hopeful for the future. Like I'm not, it's not like other games I've played where I'm like, okay, you know, the servers just need to die because no one's doing anything new to it. They're not producing new content. They're not keeping me here. Marley has the frown because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm sorry. Like RDO was so good, but it just got to the point where it was like, Okay, like twenty percent off of a gun is not going to do anything for me because I own all the guns, I own all the skins, and I don't need your crappy content. Like I need you to release something cool. We need new. We need new areas to explore. We need new roles to fulfill. We need new story, story anything. So, um, but Genshin is not like that. I feel like they're giving it a lot of attention and they've got a lot of ambition for it. Nice, good. That's awesome. I was going to say to add to like the negatives that she was saying, it is in production. um, And I anticipate as they add new areas and fill out other ones, uh, this will be resolved. Um, But for being an open world game, there are a lot of um, like treasures and things you can find, um, but it doesn't necessarily feel like a living world because when you go out to random places, you don't find, like random events that are occurring. Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, this person's out here, you know, living on a farm or doing this. And uh, so I think as they add new events and quests out in the world, it'll, you know, help resolve that and help it feel like a living world. But right now there's, um, there's treasures and things you can find, but there are no real like events or story out in the wild. Gotcha. Yeah, and they're supposed to add a region for every element in the game. Currently, there's just the two, Earth and Wind. But they're slowly adding more, because there's a god for every element as well, and we we know of the ice one, for example, we don't have the legitimate ice 
region. So they're adding places and they're constantly doing updates and fixing stuff and adding stuff. So I'm sure at some point down the road, they're going to get to where they need to be. Interesting. I, I wonder why they didn't just like have it all ready at the, at the start, you know, at this, honestly, it, this kind of reminds me a little bit of Marvel's Avengers, hmm. the game. Because here they released this game, like, and they're like, oh, it's complete and it's great, but they're still like adding content. But like, I think, I don't know, I think a lot more people dropped off. So you probably see this less on console than PC. The concept of early access is a very prominent thing where companies get mostly done. They release it in an early access state and usually at a reduced price. And then the funds they get from that early access, they use to finish the game. So mm-hmm. they may be doing the same thing. They may have been understaffed, underfunded, or whatever X reason. They release game in an early access state and a very playable state where people mm-hmm. have plenty to do at the time. And then they use the funds they get during that time to keep producing the game and adding more later. And, you know, <laughs> kind of like a Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, go ahead. I was say, and not, I'm not saying this is necessarily Mihoyo's um, case. Um, but just to touch on it, you'll see some games will release um, unfinished early um, because of um, like investors or their publisher is forcing their hand um, to be released. So the investors are the ones who are fronting the money and they're like, we want it to be released by this date because we want to start recouping on our investment, you know, by this date. And so they make the decision to release it in an early state and then their investors get off their back and they can continue developing. Um, so I'm not saying that, that what happened, what happened with Mihoyo cause I don't have, you know, insight into their, um, business. I thought you were so- Mihoyo. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even doing here? <laughs> Wouldn't that be like the best reveal ever? <laughs> that would be crazy. It's <laughs> like, and by the way, you've been talking my game and I've been, talking my own game. <laughs> no, I have none of it. <laughs> I guess, and then finally, what are you going to rate this out of? Wait, no. I, wait, no. I have one last question. But my Taco Bell is on its way. Well, just uh-huh. hold on. It's, it's, hopefully it's quick. I'm not kidding. But Your free Taco Bell? <laughs> okay, so this, this may or may not be a controversial question. Okay. Uh-oh. What would you say to someone who says that Gen- Genshin Impact is just a Breath of the Wild knockoff? Oh. I would, okay, I would actually Agreed. sit down with this person oh. and be like, when I first started playing this, I thought the exact same thing. And it that footage is out there somewhere. Like, I streamed it and I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, just like Breath of the Wild, we've unlocked our first teleport point, you know, or whatever. And I, I was just like, okay, like, this is Breath of the Wild. They even took like very similar sounds when you pick up items and every little detail. But Can you guys um imitate that sound? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Uh Whitney or Prini? I don't even I- remember the sound I made. Yeah, what she, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I I would say yeah, I can see why you think that because graphically and a lot of the systems, it is Breath of the Wild. However, it's a completely different format of game, and it has a very different purpose. And it's kind of hard to say it's a knockoff of Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild is 
technically a knockoff of another game because I'm sure Breath of the Wild isn't the first of its kind. You know, every per- next game is a knockoff of the game before it. I did what it did before. So it does stem a lot off of uh, Breath of the Wild. It has a lot of the same concepts. Uh, has a very similar like art style in terms of the world. So I, I want to say it's inspired heavily by Breath of the Wild, but they added their own flavor to that. Mm-hmm. And where are the mounts? Where are the mounts? Breath of the you Wild run has it, mounts run for days. I don't know. Well, Breath of the Wild, there's like stables in you know every region, and then you can pick up a horse there, or like grab a horse and tame it, or get Ganondorf's horse or Zelda's horse, or oh yeah, of course, you know. But then in like in Genshin, there's no mounts. Yeah, that's what I was wondering the entire first yeah. time I played the game because I was like, oh, this is Breath of the Wild. Where are the mounts? And what if then it turns out they're hybrid. not. That you can ride. Whoa. A dragon horse cat oh, hybrid. Kitty. All that right. Would be interesting. <laughs> let's do yeah, let's do the rating. What will don't, you guys don't rate get it? Up there. <laughs> kitty. Hamilton, we're in the middle of a podcast. Hamilton so, wants to rate it. Out of five cupcakes, I'd probably give it a four. Because it's a very good game. Where it stands is a very enjoyable and has a lot of play playtime on it. But it still has a ways to go. That's fair. That is fair. In my humble opinion. <laughs> what about you, Whitney? I would also give it a four. Um, I think it has a little something for everybody. Um, and it, it, their track record so far, it only looks promising. So nice. we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 4.65. Wow. <laughs> so, like, you Bringing eat four cupcakes, and then you eat half of the other cupcakes, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that's too many. Because <laughs> um, that's about where I'm at with this game, is, like, I've played it every single night. I've enjoyed the hell out of it. I think it's amazingly done, and, you know, I've really enjoyed the gameplay and the characters and even the story a little bit, and... um but I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, I've indulged a lot. <laughs> well, that sounds but, like a good, like that's a, good. But yeah, it was. It's been a. It's been a great time indulging. <laughs> so. We support you. Awesome. We are Marley and I aren't going to rate it because we haven't played it's a scandal. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why the scandal. <laughs> and the beautiful thing about what Lynn's just said is. She's like, oh, I've indulged a lot. And you can take a a step back and take a break. And because they don't have very long release cycles, when you come back, there's sure to be plenty of new content for you. Exactly. Nice. That is pretty Exactly. I like that. We always like new (laughs) is what I say. (laughs) (laughs) And you said it. (laughs) Well, before we tap out of this episode, we wanted to do our Not a Sponsor segment. So we're going to do guest first and start off with Whitney. It's probably old news, just about everyone. <laughs> but I'm going to say the Instapot. Oh, nice. Nice. Just, I, just you, on board. What have you made? Uh, just last night because uh, my wife decided 
that she had to go do this, you know, weird thing called work. And so yeah, she left me to fend for myself. And I was like, what am I going to eat? Um, so, you know, bruising the internet, I found a nice recipe for chili in the nice. Instapot. And it was fantastic. Very That's well awesome. done. So you're a believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. I need, I've wanted to get an Instapot because I love the idea that you can defrost meat really fast because I always forget to. You can do a lot of stuff with that. You can cook two, like a two hour recipe would be done in like half an hour. A seven hour recipe would done be done in an hour. Like you can make a full frozen ass pot roast. A frozen ass pot roast? A frozen ass pot roast. Wow. And <laughs> and you can cook it with carrots and potatoes and stuff. And carrots it's and done, potatoes and stuff. And it's done so fast. I really like my instant pot. I just need to use it more because I'm sick of cooking at home. I like that recipe. <laughs> I really enjoy stuff made in the instant pot. How <laughs> 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 oh, flavorful. Nice. Prinny, not a sponsor. So I was gonna go with Monster Hunter because I'm a longtime fan, but since I've been playing it recently, I'm gonna say Bravely Default, which is a uh, another game specifically Bravely Default too. I have 90 hours on that game already, and I am barely even close to halfway done with it because they did what Final Fantasy VII and some other games do, and they added a card game within the game. So oh, I spent a lot of my time playing said card game within the game. So I, I, I just spent so much time playing the game. It's very fun. It's very intuitive. So that's my not, not, not sponsor. Can I just say it's hysterical watching him play the card game and getting like really competitive against a digital <laughs> two-year-old and he's like, I'm going to wreck you. I'm going to take your cards. I'm going to take your whole village's cards. And I'm like, oh, there you go. I can't remember what it is you said, but I was like, I was like, so like, you know, how's, how's it going? You're like, well, for me, it's going pretty good. I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, well, for the average person playing this game, the goal is to stop this. But for me, I'm trying to get all the cards. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I, I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> My not a sponsor is an artist, actually. Um, I ordered this amazing, I was looking for the perfect gift for my friend and, me? um, me? nope, nope. I have other friends, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because oh. he's your friend too. So you, it's all right. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I was looking for the perfect gift and, uh, I found it and I'm very, 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 very picky about my art. I have three things hanging in my home that are art done like artists. I'm getting excited, so I can't talk anymore. Um, and yeah, I, I'm very particular about it. And I found this artist in France and she goes by M W O A A art, Moa art. And um, I found her on Etsy and her Etsy shop name is Moa art, M W M W O A A art. And um, she usually does like modified Pokemon cards. And that's what most people know her for. But I picked this amazing, amazing print that she did for Ghost of Tsushima. And it's so good. I kid you not. It made me want to draw again, um, which I used to be really good at, but I haven't done it in years. And so um, I'll show you on the screen the picture of the picture I have downstairs. 
No, I'm excited to see this. It's so pretty. I I am absolutely in love with it. I mean, you sent me a screenshot, but I want to see it again. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm actually having a hard time pulling it up because it's sold out. Oh, yeah, that's how good it is. Um, so you let me pull you got up the last one. I might have. I might have gotten the only one, to be honest. But here oh. is the fighter. It is for Ghost of Tsushima, mm, and it's just gorgeous. It's like everything I love about art in this picture because I get really bummed out when you go to like Comic-Con or FanX or whatever and you see stuff that was just put through a filter in Photoshop and you're like oh I could have done that and sold it for 15 bucks a piece but um, she's like a true artist and I really appreciate that I like that it features like little foxy fox yes. because they call those in the game they call those spirits Oh yeah, that's really cool. Um, I'll go next for my not a sponsor. Do it. Um, so I chose to do a TV show called Fear the Walking Dead. So I just finished catching up with The Walking Dead, and I because I'd seen it before, but I just hadn't. Um, I, I was not caught up at all, and so I had to go back and rewatch the entire series <laughs> naturally. And then I was like, you know, I really want to try out Fear the Walking Dead because it's like its little spinoff. And I am actually pleasantly surprised with how much I'm enjoying the show as well. It is pretty different than The Walking Dead, except for that there's like the zombies and everybody kind of starts to learn like different, you know, tricks and, and things to kind of, um, you know, take care of them. But it's, I found that it was really, really interesting because I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen The Walking Dead, Whitney mm-hmm. and Brittany, but I've seen them all. You've seen it all. So, like, you know how in the beginning, and this, I feel like a lot of people know this because um, that show, especially when The Walking Dead was first aired, it was very popular. But so, this is not like a spoiler at all because it all happens within the first episode. But so, the main character, Rick, he um, he gets like injured and he's like in a coma in the hospital for a while. And so, when he wakes up, he um, there's, there's kind of a time skip, you know? And so he wakes up and they're already in this zombie apocalypse world. And so we don't get to see how things really unfolded. We kind of do a little bit through flashbacks, but not very much. So Was but, there a door that says, don't dead open inside? Yes, yeah. that is the iconic, like, <laughs> yeah, in the hospital. Because he wakes up in the hospital and he's like, what is happening? Why am I seeing dead bodies everywhere? And no one's here. And... Then, yeah, he comes across that door and it's like blood and like dirt and everything. And it's just like it says, don't dead open inside when it really should have been written. Don't open dead inside. Exactly. (laughs) But anyways, so real quick, the the premise with Fear the Walking Dead, it takes place over on the other side of the country from the story that we know with the um, The Walking Dead. And so you kind of get to see that perspective a little bit, as well as you get to see how things unfold from the beginning. So you like people start getting sick and then they die and then they turn into those zombies. Um, and then you kind of just slowly start to see society. And like, it's just super, super, super interesting. What? My Sorry. You, you, you froze. froze. You glitched a little bit. Yeah, oh. you froze. You froze like this. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you start, you slowly start to see things unravel and it's just kind of cool to see that perspective. Um, so I'm really enjoying Fear the Walking Dead. It's, uh, it's a pretty good show and I, I don't know. I like intense zombie shows. So yeah. Nice. Yay. Uh, my not a sponsor is not that exciting. Uh, my husband found a game called GeoGuessr where they put you in some random spot in the world, usually like a famous location. I and know that yeah, you guess where you are. Yeah. Um, I would be horrible at that. Is it a mobile play? game? No, it's not. You can only play once a day for free. I think we'll probably be putting money into it soon because it's kind of become part of our daily routine. It's a, it's a fun game for as simple as it is. Yeah, I might stream it because I think it'd be interactive for people to like be like, I know where that is. So yeah. where, where do you play it then? Is it a PC game? It's just not a website. website. Oh, it's a website. Oh, okay. yeah. And yeah, it's kind of become part of our nightly routine. Like usually we show each other TikToks and I show him the TikToks I found and he shows me the Reddit <laughs> he found. That's and so then cute. apparently we'll just have to play GeoCatcher as well. So GeoGuessr is fun. Go play it. I do want to play that. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> it is fun. And you get impressed with yourselves for knowing. Like some are easy. Like one was Versailles. Um, one was like the Sydney Opera House. And But like Tiananmen Square, we knew that one. We felt impressed with ourselves. So That is impressive. Yeah. So yeah, that's mine. I could I like do like it. Mount Rushmore <laughs> arches. Like I could do some America centric ones and then the huge ones like, you know, St. Petersburg or, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'll do, I don't, I can do I don't know. I can do Gardens and that's it. I'm terrible. <laughs> but if you, of, they should do a video game GeoGuessr because oh I God. would nail that. That would be yeah. dope. Maybe that would we be really cool. Develop that. <laughs> Maybe, Anyways. maybe we could. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much for being on our show. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We think we, well, I think I'll talk for myself, myself that you guys did great. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. It was a good time. Yeah. Good. Um, do you guys want to plug yourselves? Do you have socials? Do you stream? Do you? No, I just exist. Awesome. I love existing <laughs> humans. If you see this name. And this icon online somewhere in a game, it's me. Nice. Use or it it's your copycat. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have fans now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening as well. Let us know what you thought about Genshin. You can contact us on all of our social medias as well as gmail.com. And um, don't yeah. forget that we stream on Twitch. Yes. Lindsay will actually be streaming on Sad. Well, I guess this will come out at a different yeah, time. I'm streaming on Saturday. But probably, probably. Saturday, Lindsay will be streaming. So. We do it three times a week, you guys. So there's no excuse yes. not to watch at least one of them. Exactly. At least come say hey, because we like to say hey to you mm-hmm. guys, too. Definitely. I like it when people say hi. <laughs> That's a <laughs> cha- uh, Aaron Mankey quote. Oh, I do I like, like Aaron Mankey. <laughs> Until next time, you guys, grab a friend. Eat, eat some cupcakes. Play some video games. Yay! Hey! That's like way better than what That's we better than what we usually time. get. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Goodbye. Bye, Bye. everyone. 
This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.